Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Spiritual Conversation. I am Jacqueline Claire. I hope you're having a good day. It is pouring down rain uh, where I am. It's lovely. If you hear thunder or the whimper of a dog, that's what's going on. So today I want to talk about something I've been yearning to speak about for quite a while, and I call it the myth of aspirational living. Basically, that if your life is Instagram worthy, then that means you are doing something right spiritually. And I hope that you are, and I hope that you have both, and I hope that your kitchen is clean and your children are clean and everything is is perfect and your nails are did. Um, But that's not always the case. And I think it's very dangerous to assign spiritual success to worldly success. And this happens both in what we perceive in other people and also what we ascribe to ourselves. And the first time this really hit me, I it was when um, a TV show was being made in Austin. And I worked at a coffee shop and one of the stars of the show came into the coffee shop and I was happy to see this person. And I asked this person, you know, like, what's the secret, you know, because you're having the life that I want. You're the star of the show. And I'm here working at Starbucks, you know, give me give me some insight. And this person said, something about being right with the Lord. And on the one hand, I thought it was very, very sweet. And he was taking the opportunity to share his beliefs, which I appreciate and I agree with. Um, And I think we should always, always, always praise the Lord, no matter what's going on in our lives. It's much harder when things are not pleasant to thank the Lord. And when things are pleasant, the rain and the doggy and my wonderful aspects of my life, like we should always praise God, but not mistake that which is given by grace as from merit. Like there was something in the structure of that one conversation where it felt as if because he was right with the Lord, that's why he was the lead in a show, which the reverse of that logic would be. I was not right with the Lord. That's why I was working in a coffee shop. And somebody who was experiencing a tragedy, their child passed away, then they're not right with the Lord. You know, that's sort of skewed logic. And again, he was, we can always praise for what is blessed, but not mistake it for, for necessarily doing something right with our lives. It, I can tell I'm I can tell I'm struggling with this because I feel like I'm on sacred ground a little bit because it can be a measure of things that are right you know or if you you see someone who's like married and has a beautiful family and it it sparks a sense of yearning in you like that's right that's what I want that's a beautiful thing to aim for like let that be your guide but just don't mistake either the having or the lack thereof as a sign of your spiritual health or your relationship with God or whether God is in your life. And we're particularly inundated with these sort of messages and images nowadays because we're swimming in social media and lifestyle blogs. You know, it isn't just like TV shows and Hollywood movies. Now it's just 
thousands and thousands and thousands of people who have like great photos and and share tips and tricks on parenting and spirituality and fitness and everything. And it can be very overwhelming that if we don't make a certain kind of amount of money or have a certain sort of body shape or a certain structure to our lives that something is missing. And in fact, here's my point. Very often it is the opposite. The people who have lived the most courageous and valiant and meaningful lives have had very, very hard existences. And imagine if we applied this aspirational living Instagram worthy logic to the lives of the manifestations of God. When, when Jesus was being marched to the cross and nailed on there, would that have been an Instagram post that you would have wanted to emulate. And when Baha'u'llah was in the Siachal with a hundred pound chain around his neck and his back was being permanently distorted, if we use this sort of logic of, of aspirational living, we'd be like, yeah, how's that going? How's it going for you, you know, standing up for the oneness of mankind and the oneness of God? You know, how is it going for you living by your mission and living by your calling? It looks like it's not going very well. And it looks like that's not something that we would want to emulate. So we're not going to we're not going to follow your 10 step blog post or whatever it is, you know. So just think about that. Like maybe the most beautiful thing you could do and the most successful thing you could do in the eyes of God would not lead you to a path of something you could brag about on social media. You might suffer loss of friendships. You may have to take, um, you might have to get a new job or suffer a pay cut. You might say things that are offensive to people. You may, um, lose a lot on the path to innovation to finally get something right, you know? So just keep that in mind, you know, that sort of smarmy, like, how's that going? If things don't look right in your life in the way you want them to, remember that it, it didn't look that way for the manifestations of God and for the saints who have been martyred and imprisoned and persecuted. So, let your attractions guide you. Be grateful for everything that you have. And just remember that everything God does is good. And to thank for our blessings as well as our challenges. And I want to lead you with this incredibly thought-provoking prayer from the Bob. It's a Baha'i prayer. And it's usually categorized under spiritual growth if you have a Baha'i prayer book. And it's the end of a prayer that starts, Vouchsafe unto me, O my God, the full measure of thy love and thy good pleasure. So it's, it's praying for the full fullness of God's love and good pleasure. Help me to please you, God. And... At the end, the last paragraph says, Indeed, shouldst thou desire to confer blessing upon a servant, thou wouldst blot out from the realm of his heart every mention or disposition except thine own mention. So here this prayer is saying, if, 
if God wants to overflow us with blessings, he will blot out everything from our lives so that we can purely have God rule in our heart and mention God. And here's, here's the really fascinating part. Shouldst thou ordain evil for a servant? It literally says evil. By reason of that which his hands have unjustly wrought. So if God ordains evil, I don't even know what that means. Do you? You know, like if it, it implies some sort of punishment, right? By reason of what their hands have wrought. So because of things that they have done in this life. Thou wouldst test him with the benefits of this world and of the next. So, so because of bad things we have done, if God wishes to ordain evil for us, which is just the scariest thing I could possibly think of, because of things we've done, we might be tested with the benefits of this world. This is completely opposite to the prosperity gospel, to the myth of aspirational living. And we might, so that we might become preoccupied therewith and forget thy remembrance. So just remember, keep that, keep that in mind that having great things happen to you in your life, having worldly success is wonderful. And I, and I, I wish you the best and I hope you, it is through just an integrous means and that you use those blessings to, you know, scatter abroad and, and bring light and prosperity to other people's lives. But in the event that things are not aspirational in your life, remember that sometimes God actually tests people with success, with means, with status as a, as a punishment for what they have done and not in and of itself, but as a temptation to go deeper and deeper into that material path and forget the mention of God. And so bless, thank God for your blessings every day. Amen. Well, thank you for taking this deep dive with me, my friends. I am going to be putting together a um, follow-up actual interactive conversation with people after my podcasts, maybe once or twice a month, uh, so we can get together on a Zoom type thing and discuss. So if you are interested in being informed of when these happen, again, we're starting out experimentally and we'll just see uh, if it turns into something, feel free to drop me a message, uh, email would be best. So JacquelineClaireArt.com forward slash contact if you are interested, or you can write me on Instagram or Facebook. I'm not quite as responsive there. Um, comments here on Anchor or YouTube are not going to be super effective. So try to actually send me a personal message if you want to be invited to these spiritual conversations, the interactive follow-up version. All right, my friends, until next time, I wish you the best for playing your unique part in making this world a better place. Catch you next time.